Welcome to the Dacus Report, hosted by Pacific Justice Institute founder and president Brad Dacus. For 25 years, PJI has counseled, represented, and defended people whose religious freedoms, parental rights, or sanctity of life have been obstructed or violated, all free of charge. We leave no one behind and level the playing field for Americans as they are subjected to the tyranny of the powerful. Now, here's Brad Dacus. Welcome to the Dacus Report. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. On today's show, we're going to take a look at how different institutions and businesses and organizations are turning against the mainstream of America in terms of their values, their beliefs. Uh, you're going to find this very eye-opening, and we're talking about some things you can do to make a difference in this regard. Uh, we're also going to be talking uh, about uh, issues dealing with uh, the rights of businesses doing the right thing. And help me talk about that. We have with us here constitutional law attorney Michael Peffer, who heads up the Southern California office for us at PJI. Welcome, Michael. Great to be here, Brad, as always. Yes, uh, great to have you on the program. And uh, we have so much to cover today, uh, but uh, I, think, I think we'll get through it. Uh, first, right. let's, uh, let's start off talking about uh, the, uh, the issue dealing with um, this Catholic bookstore um, in Florida, it seems that they are being challenged by a local ordinance there in Jacksonville. What's what's taking place? Yeah, it's an interesting case too because you know we we deal with this all the time at PGI. We we have a church call and say, hey, will a bookstore affect our um, tax exempt status? And of course, there is some potential problems with that. So we 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 walk them through what they need to be concerned about. But here, what this bookstore wants to do, this Catholic bookstore, wants to publicize that um, that they are going to, that they're, they're requiring its staff to address co-workers by their biological sex, not by their pronouns. So their pronouns, according to this bookstore, are to fit their biological sex. And to fit the teachings of, of Christianity. Exactly. So it seems sort of right. strange that, you know, you'd, you know for, to, or, to force a, a Christian bookstore to do something that goes totally against Christianity, which is to basically use a pronoun that basically shakes its fists at God and say, you made a mistake. That's right. Yeah. I, that's basically what you're doing. When you're using someone else, the pronoun that's not true to who they are, to who God made them. That's right. It's a mockery of God and his creation. So mm -hmm. I, I totally get where they're coming from with regard to their religious perspective. And I understand Absolutely. that's why they're, that's their position. Yeah. Um, so what's, what's happening? I, the, uh, do they have any pushback? This Jacksonville Human Rights Ordinance apparently is saying, no, you have to use these pronouns. Um, how's this going to turn out? What are we looking at? What's, what's the issue? It seems like a, a religious-based business, faith-based business, because of the Hobby Lobby case, yep. should be able to do this. It should be able to, and I agree with you 100%. I, the, but what happened here is that this ordinance, it says that it is unlawful to publish, circulate, or display any communication indicating that service will be denied or patronage is unwelcome uh, from a person because of sexual orientation or gender identity. First of all, that's not what they're saying. They're not saying, hey, business patronage is unwelcome. They're just simply saying, hey, look, you respect what the Bible teaches. Males are males and females are females and determine people's 
Right. So the bookstore is not saying that in their messaging at all. They're no. just simply saying our staff will refer to people based on the pronouns, but everyone is welcome. Come all, come one, come all. Right? So That's right. I think they should win on that alone, but even if that fails for whatever reason, they should still win at the end of the day, as far as I'm concerned, uh, based upon their First Amendment rights. Uh, businesses, small businesses, closely home family businesses, are declared uh, a person in terms of First Amendment rights, free exercise rights, free speech rights. Yeah. So I think uh, they, at the end of the day, should prevail. And it looks like uh, the court is already giving them a, 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 a favorable decision regarding one of the issues. Yeah, one of the issues here became, is, is this um, a religious exception that the, the, the ordinance does contain a religious exception? Does that apply to a standalone business, a bookstore in this case, a, a Christian bookstore? Uh, and so uh, they had filed, that is the plaintiffs here, the bookstore had filed a preliminary injunction. And for those of us, those that need to know, it's your know, preliminary injunction is a, a motion that you make right at the outset of litigation. And you ask the court that there is a detriment to a constitutional right. And therefore, the court should put a stop to it right now, even before we litigate the case. The court denied that motion and said instead. Who made the motion? The, the, the bookstore. The bookstore made the motion saying, hey, throw this out. It's unconstitutional. And the court said, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to throw it out as unconstitutional, which That's is right. really unusual. Usually they go through the, the whole case. You would think. But he did rule. What did, did he rule that, that made a difference yeah, though, what in a positive a, way? What made a difference in a positive way here is the court said, hey, we're going to go ahead and deal with this issue, the constitutionality of this. That is, does the religious exception apply to the Christian bookstore instead of it being a church, for instance? Uh, and and what the court said was, let's do that at the outset. Instead, amend your complaint, come back, and do a motion for summary judgment, so that the court could consider this issue right off the bat. Which is it's a very similar thing to doing a preliminary injunction. It's just saying we, we need to litigate this issue right off the bat, whether or not con mm. this applies. It's it's actually in a way I think uh, in their favor. I think because so, I think the court's basically saying, you know, preliminary injunction, we rule on this, but then we go through the full case on the merits, la, 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 but, you know, potentially. Now they're saying, mm -hmm. we just want to get the whole thing done and so we can, you know, get rid of it. Yeah. And if they think it's unconstitutional, I can see they want to, why would, they would want to have it, uh, you know, a, uh, a motion, a summary judgment on the merits yeah. so they can get the whole thing all the way up. And so it doesn't come back down, and, and they have to rule on the you know on the on the issues and the facts. So that's that. Bottom line, it's a positive for this uh, Christian-owned bookstore. How do you think it's going to turn out? I think they have some good arguments that it does apply to the religion because the bookstore has the good bookstore arguments. has some good arguments. Uh, and I you know I would take this kind of a case. It, it's a, it sounds like an interesting case uh, the, as to whether or not it, it somewhat will depend on how they're incorporated, whether they're incorporated as a religious organization, which I suspect they are. And if that's the case, I think they have a strong argument here that this will, uh, this religious exception will be applied. You just, you just made a real significant point. I don't know if there's any Christian businesses out there, but you made a significant point that they can be incorporated 
as a religious entity, but still be commercial. That's right. That's real significant. I just want to say to people out there, if you have a family-owned business, uh, contact us at PJI. Uh, we can give you some really wise counsel in this regard. We also, by the way, have some other great resources called uh, Faith in the Workplace training video for business owners of, and managers of Christian uh, businesses and people's Christian convictions. Very empowering. We have a quarterly newsletter uh, called uh, Faith in the Workplace. Very helpful. So I encourage you simply to go to our website. All this is without charge. Uh, go to our website, pji.org, P for Pacific, J for Justice, I for Institute.org. Folks, bottom line is businesses, it's not going to let up. It's going to get more and more restrictive and punitive. Right. You, know, you need to know what your rights are or you may lose that business that your family has had for potentially generations. So yeah. this is a, a big thing. This should be a wake-up call to everyone. They should say, oh, that poor Christian books, bookstore. I'm glad I'm not in Jacksonville. But, you know, this, is, this kind of oppression is happening across the country, particularly in blue states. Absolutely. And Florida is, is, a, is a red state. Yeah. But the city, these actual city governments, a lot of them are blue, like Dallas, right. Houston. Those are very liberal, intolerant, mm. bigoted places when it comes to people of faith and institutions of faith. Absolutely. And again, as, as you mentioned... All the resources on our website, pji.org, pji.org, i got to enunciate better, um, are free. So, so people can go on there. It's free of charge. You can get the Faith in the Workplace uh, video uh, information. There's a lot of resources on there for businesses that want to run according to their faith. Did you know that PJI's Church Finds Its Voice initiative is a huge success and coming alongside pastors to encourage them to get all their congregants registered to vote and then to vote biblically in every election for candidates that share the Christian worldview and commit to serve their constituents with that mindset. We communicate regularly with over 3,000 pastors and we do it all free of charge. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. I just found out this morning, Michael, just moments ago, that we have over 180 cases in active litigation. Before I was saying 150 uh, early in the year, I was saying 100, over 100, and now it's over 180, and uh, the forecast, well, I won't re release that yet, but yeah. uh, we have a forecast for many more cases we expect to, to be coming in in the next 6 to 12 months right. uh, across the United States. So people, if you want to keep up with those cases, uh, go to our website, pji.org, without charge. We'll, we'll give you those updates, and you'll have the inside information that often is not covered by mainline media, uh, and you know we've seen some real clear disappointments with regard to Fox News. Uh, they're not covering things that in the past they would cover. Yeah. So I think it's important for us to take full advantage of that and for people to get to be informed. Yeah, and something that's really important here with this messaging that you're you're conveying. PGI, we made a commitment to a lot of people, and we're filing lawsuits on their behalf. We we, we stepped in and we said, hey, listen. We, we believe in this cause. We believe in defending your faith to say no to the COVID vaccine, for instance, although that's far from the only thing we work on. But we, we're, we followed through with that, and we filed dozens. I know my office has filed dozens of lawsuits 
uh, in the last several months on that issue. Really? That's so right. that's, how many cases do you have in litigation? I think I have at this point uh, 17 cases in litigation and about... Just right now. Yeah. Right now and about six or so on the batting pad uh, there. What do, you, what do they call that? Yeah. Batter's cage. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. You know better than I do. Yeah, I, I didn't uh, make the baseball team. Yeah. So, you know, I joined the speech and debate team <laughs> after that and didn't look back. So uh, but that's, that's good. That's, uh, yeah. that's, that's great. So you have a lot of cases. We have a lot of cases. And um, I know we're actually looking to, to bring out another attorney in our, our Southern California office, right. uh, possibly in our Oregon office, and other places around the country. So if attorneys want to join our team, now's the time to do it. We already have 20, or 31 offices in 24 states, and that may be increasing as well in the, in the near future just because of all the, the need for people needing representation. Now, you know, we saw Bud Light uh, get uh, their just deserves for... Mm promoting something that is evil and wicked and, and cruel to people by having the transgender on the can. And they've lost billions of dollars, losing billions of dollars. Uh, Target is taking a huge hit because of their big uh, you know, gay pride display they put in the front of the store. Now they're moving it in the back and thinking, well, this will pacify people. No, it's not going to pacify. It's still sadistic. That's right. It's still promoting LGBTQ to little children with, right. with garments that for little, little babies and infants to wear, promoting this and trying to hide their gender. It's, it's sick. Yeah. And now we've also seen, you know, Walmart. Walmart. Uh, I was just there recently it's to, to the one out in uh, Temecula, Marietta. And I went in there and I saw there on the, this display, uh, a whole, you know, end of the, uh, the end of the aisle, they had this big display with, you know, rainbow undergarments. Yes. Uh, for, for little children. And it's being put out and sponsored, apparently, allegedly, by an organization that supports allowing little children to be masochistically have their organs cut off and injected when they're just little children yeah. to, quote, change their gender. Right, yeah. That's what Walmart is pushing. And I was going to go in there. I was going to buy something. Yeah. And you know what? I decided, I said, honey, in conscience, I cannot contribute to this store. Yes. It is supporting evil and wickedness. And I just want to encourage people out there right now. You may say, well, I will go to Target. They're, they're a little more obscene than, than Walmart. Walmart is just you know, promoting masochism mm -hmm. in a more mild way for little innocent children. What would Jesus do? Yeah. Would Jesus support that? No. And I encourage you and implore you, do not do business with Walmart or Target. Yeah, it's a bit of a pain. Um, you know, Costco, I haven't seen Costco with any of this garbage. You know, maybe that's an alternative. So uh, Trader Joe's, you may go there and get, you know, grocery. Although we're having to sue Trader Joe's for <laughs> employment discrimination and yeah, intolerance. Right. So maybe there's another, another place. But bottom line, I just want to encourage people uh, not to do business with those entities. Uh, it's, it's wrong. It's evil. And, and, and Walmart's actually proud about it. They say, ah, we're not losing business. Yeah. Well, because people are, saying, are shifting from Target to Walmart. But no, take note. Walmart is evil. At PJI, we exist to serve everyone in need of counsel, representation, and defense of their religious liberties, parental rights, and the sanctity of life. We don't take cases based on how high-profile they are. We are workhorses, not show horses. Keep current on PJI's work on all the legal challenges we face on a daily basis by signing up for our Legal Insider email newsletter at pji.org. Now, back to the Dacus Report. Well, and then we've also got 
uh, another entity now, Kellogg's. Yeah. The, the not the fertilizer company. That's a wonderful Christian company. So, if, yeah, that's that's good. The fertilizer company is good, but the, the, it's a diff- It's totally different from the the breakfast cereal company, that's Kellogg's. Right. Kellogg's, the breakfast cereal company, is doing something else. What have they done recently that has people outraged not to buy their products anymore? Well, they have associated themselves now with this. Uh, uh, transgender person Dylan uh, Mac uh, Mulvaney, who is the Bud of Bud Light fame, uh, so uh, it, it's it's unbelievable to me that Kellogg, sort of an American institution as a company, uh, but they're bowing again to this woke agenda. That's I I think it, it it's to me I I'd be ready for shareholder lawsuits to start coming in on these. Because these companies are doing this notwithstanding the fact that Target's uh, stock is the lowest it's been since 2020. So it's low at this point. That's, you, you, one has to wonder, who's making these decisions? Yeah, it's, And why? Yeah, and they're going to lose business. Yeah. Uh, if, that is, if people out there have the conviction. Now, if, if the church and Christians are complacent... Um, don't expect God to continue to bless America and specifically the, the, church, the Christians in the church. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, we may see the day when the church and Christians are saying, whoa, these terrible things are happening to our country, but it's, it's happening to us, the Christians too. How can God do this? He'll do it because he'll spit us out of his mouth because of our complacency. Yeah. When we give money and do business to promote evil and wickedness, we're begging for the, if not the, the judgment, the discipline of God mm. upon the church in America. Yeah. And I just something, a conviction that came to me yesterday on this. Uh, I was praying about it, and I just, I realized um, we are in a very dangerous place. The Christians in America are in a very dangerous place because we forgot our first love, yeah. and we are complacent and, and lukewarm, and God says he will spit us out of his mouth. At the very least, I believe that means discipline upon the church. Yeah. To, uh, for not taking our faith seriously. We, had, we have Christians in other parts of the world giving their lives, Michael. That's right. Because of their faith. Dying because of their faith. Their houses are being burned because of their faith. And our Christianity is, it's too inconvenient for us to go to a different store. We'll go ahead and support evil and wickedness, wickedness and blasphemy against the Lord God Almighty yeah. by buying at these stores. Yeah, and this has got to stop this transgender movement where people, Big companies are, for whatever reason, there's not a big market for this kind of uh, thing. Even if you give them uh, what what has happened in uh, society right now, it's it's not a big market here. This is not something that there's tons of people wanting clothes for babies that are transgender and that hide gender. Uh, that it just seems so ridiculous to me. Yeah, it, it really is. In fact, we even have Europe, European countries are saying, like, for example, England just came out, the UK. Yeah. They're uh, the Department of uh, Health Services, I believe is what it is. Uh, They came out and they just said, uh, we are not going to be providing uh, gender, quote, transition surgeries for minors. Yeah. Period. No puberty blockers. No surgery. None. That's right. Uh, Unless they have a certain medical condition, a very rare medical condition, uh, you know, used for, for as far as cancer prevention and expansion for brain tumors and stuff like that. Yeah. Otherwise, they're saying, no, we're not going to do this. That's, right. That's the United Kingdom. They're supposed to be more liberal than the United States. So other countries are saying this. States are saying this across red states. Yeah. Uh, but we saw blue states like California saying, yeah, 
cut off the body parts of little five-year-olds and seven-year-olds. We'll celebrate it in the streets. Yeah. And they're asking for the judgment of God. And how that comes, I don't know. But I, I got, like I say, I've told before, I've said this before, I've got an earthquake insurance. Um, if, that's, if God <laughs> exactly. chooses it, and he may choose some other way. He might. But we're, and I'm not God, but we're begging, begging for discipline, not only upon uh, the, the, these liberal state, these states that have ungodly policies, but also upon the church and their open statistical complacency yeah. and lack of love and compassion for, for children. Sad, but so true. We're, we'll, see what, we'll see what happens moving forward. But bottom line, folks, the bad guys <laughs> to not do business with, you have to pray about this. And um, if you don't have a problem doing business with them, then I would, you know, I, know, I, I would pray about it and ask, what's my relationship with God? If you've got to walk with, with the Lord and you have the Holy Spirit, uh, if you claim that and you see nothing wrong with supporting this evil, dastardly deeds of these companies by doing, giving them money and you're giving your business, there's something spiritually wrong here. You need to be, be looking at this as a major red flashing light wake-up sign as to whether or not you have a real walk with the Lord. And it's up to individuals to decide for themselves. But to me, this is just black and white. Kellogg's, do not buy their cereal. Don't. There's other brands you can buy cereal. It's not going to support this garbage. Uh, Bud Light, we know about that. Stay the course. Uh, That applies to, I think, uh, Michelob Light, if I'm not mistaken, same company. Target, don't do it. Walmart, don't do business there. And if you you go in, you know, just say, talk to the manager to let them know. Say, I just want you to know I'm not doing business here anymore. Friendly, courteous, talk to the head manager. Um, but don't do business with them. Maybe write them letters. I know this is something that we've, our family's been doing. We've, we've sent out some letters saying, uh, we're letting you know why we're not going to do business with you. Yeah. Um, so these are just some, and Nike is another one. Uh, they've, they've long ago have, have uh, drunk the Kool-Aid, and yeah. you know, I don't believe we should do business with Nike as well. And there's some other companies uh, that we may, uh, may address. Maybe we'll have the American Family Association or some other organization on to to talk about this some more that has been delving deeper into these different businesses. Yep, and what, what Christians can do about this. Absolutely, and what we can do. It's yeah. not just belly aching. Yeah, right. The voice of the consumer speaks loudly. That's right. So uh, I know just recently I was with a, an evangelism, public evangelism ministry there in Orlando, Florida. And by God's providence, after the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, one of the reporters says, hey, can you come and speak to our group? Uh, we have a, an international evangelism uh, ministry outreach doing preaching. And uh, Reinhard Bonnke used to, you know, he was the head of it. And, and uh, it's, it's doing exciting things. And it was great just connecting with him, letting him know uh, this awesome ministry. Hey, we've got your back. That's right. In any city, any town, whatever says you can't have your revival rally, your tent revival rally meeting or your evangelism outreach yes. in public places, you call us. We don't charge. We'll do it. We do all our work without charge. Let us know. We've got the offices all over the country. No other organization has what we have, the, the, the heavy ground game that we have. Contact us. And I just encourage people yeah. out there, contact us. Let us know if you're in that situation, if your church is in that situation. Um, that's what we're here for. Uh, we, we go to bat for people. We want them to be able to preach the gospel. Yeah. Uh, it needs to be preached. A lot of pastors aren't preaching the gospel. You know, how many churches? I ask people... You know, Sunday morning, ask, uh, Sunday morning, did, you know, did you hear the gospel being preached? Just for 30 seconds. Or was it just a message on something else, on feeling good? Was there even scripture mentioned on Sunday morning? Yeah. 
I, I think those are two basic fundamentals uh, for a church, to preach the gospel and to preach from the word. I mean, those are fundamentals, and, and they're not happening, and so we need to have it all the more being preached outside the church in public places. Uh, we, uh, people need to hear the gospel, especially now. Yeah, and look, this, that's what these people, I am so thankful for these uh, public evangelists that go out, speak the truth, and they speak the truth in love. In fact, I've never had one where they weren't speaking the truth in love, uh, but I say Kudos to Berks County District Attorney's Office. Berks County did the right thing, and they said, no, this was an unconstitutional arrest. It should have never been made, and I hope this officer, Bradley McClure, you know, realizes that this guy's a sergeant even, so he's even Good in night. leadership. Good night. But kudos to these folks there in the Berks County District Attorney's Office. They knew the law. They stood by the law, and that's their job. They can't uh, prosecute a case that's against the law. We would love the opportunity to continue to serve you. Just visit pji.org and click the Legal Insider button to sign up for our email newsletter. At PJI, we help individual employees, employers, business owners, pastors, students, citizens of every stripe through our practical resources, counsel, representation, and defense all free of charge at pji.org. PJI is an island of stability and assurance in our ever-churning sea of legal and societal chaos. We are here for you. So folks, just remember, it's our God-given freedoms we're talking about. Now, let's choose to keep them. I'm Brad Dacus, president of the Pacific Justice Institute. Let's continue the fight for your freedoms.